Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show hosted by me, Christy Demetrakis, the Empowered Speaker. I'm the president and founder of the Empowered Speaker, a company focused on teaching people the power of dreams and purpose and the importance of faith in conquering the fears that limit us from reaching our highest potential. I'm also the author of Faith to Conquer Fear, Inspiration to Achieve Your Dreams. You can find out more about my services and my book at www.empoweredspeaker.com. For those of you who may be listening to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show for the first time, here's what you can expect. This show will provide guests who will motivate you, inspire you, and give you tools to activate your goals and dreams, whether those dreams are entrepreneurial, corporate, or personal. And today I have a special guest, Christy Nato. Christy is the leader of entrepreneur. Excuse me, as the leader for Entrepure Activists, founder of AwesomeSauceMarketing.com, and host of the Be Legendary podcast, a show dedicated to sharing the stories of entrepreneurs who went from zero to hero and now are giving back. Her work is transforming the way leading experts share their message with her proven awesome system, a series of seven strategies that every thought leader needs to build a tribe, incite a movement, and spark massive change. Facing cancer, abuse, and anxiety depression were life-changing events, ones that prompted Christy to some soul-searching and a reevaluation of all that she held true. After reaching international success with her business, a string of devastating events left her nearly broken. But then a miracle in her life changed everything. God healed her of early-stage cancer. From that moment on, instead of letting life happen, Christy vowed to live intentionally and make a difference. Since then, Christy has lived a fully charged life, and she's dedicated to helping inspired entrepreneurs to transform their lives and have great impact and influence. Christy is a sought-after advocate for socially conscious entrepreneurs worldwide. She has made it her life's work to help others find their voice, step into their power, and make a difference. Christy has appeared on television and radio worldwide. Her business advice has been featured on The Dr. Lara Show, CNN, and The Entrepreneur Magazine, with her articles being featured in over 100 publications, including Brand Channel, Home Business Magazine, and others. What a great bio. Christy, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here, Christy. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Hey, I always start my shows by asking people to tell us something about them that is not in your bio. Well, I actually have a really fun tidbit. Through my grandmother's side, I'm actually related to Daniel Boone, king of the wild frontier. And to me, I like keep that in my heart that I have like an adventurous spirit and I can head out and conquer things fearlessly. So that's kind of a fun side note that I think your listeners will enjoy. That is very cool. How did you figure that out? Oh, my family is very into tracking your family heritage, and they could tell you exactly who came from which countries and what years and everything about their lives and their kids. I mean, we're just big genealogy buffs in our family. Oh, you know, that's so good. I think that's one thing that my family is probably not that great at. And we have a a place here in Cincinnati called the Underground Railroad Museum, National Underground Railroad Museum. And... It's a little-known fact, I think, to many people that on the third floor of that particular facility, they do genealogy. And they will literally sit down with you right there 
and you can watch the process of them figuring out who, who your family is, who your background is. If you know names, they just continue to dig and dig and dig. And it's on my bucket list to have that done. But I think that is fantastic that your family is, is so um, into that. It does make a difference to know where you come from. I always thought it'd be interesting to know who in my family is, has done or is doing the things that I enjoy or that I'm passionate about to see where I got that from. So that's very cool. Well, and on a deeper level, isn't it cool when you go back and back a generation to see we really are interconnected mm -hmm. <laughs> people yes. on such a deep level. Yes. I mean, it's so transformative. I agree. I agree. Well, you are, I love the name of your business, Awesome Sauce Marketing, and you're pretty awesome based on this, <laughs> based on your bio. So I want to talk about it. I want to talk about um, your background and what has gotten you to this point. We'll talk more about your business a little bit later, but I really want to talk and share with our listeners how you got to this point. You you say you are the leader for entrepreneur, entrepreneur activists, and that is really based on a lot of your life experiences with the cancer and abuse and anxiety, depression that you call life-changing events. So tell us a little bit about your background, how you got to this point. Well, I'd like to share that as entrepreneurs on our journey, sometimes the work we do can shift if we, as we grow into different places in our life. And such was the point for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I got into the work I did many years ago, mentoring work-at-home moms to create businesses they love while staying at home with their kids. That came about from when I was 25 weeks pregnant with my son, I went into labor, and I spent the next 10 weeks of my life in the hospital. And there's nothing more frightening as a mother than just not being sure if your child is going to live. Mm -hmm. And I'm so frightened. They had actually a team of like six high-risk specialists that would meet daily to talk about kind of what to do with me. Because uh, what they were doing is giving me magnesium to make my body so weak it could not deliver. Well, you know, to the end of the story, uh, I said a prayer when I was in the hospital and said, God, you know, if you can just help my baby to be born safely, I promise I will give my life to you and I will make a difference. Mm. And thankfully, my son was born at 35 weeks, very healthy, instead of 25. And from that just happened this wonderful string of God-led events where I started my own business to do web design, where, you know, I was prompted by God to write a book to help empower moms that wanted to work from home. And mind you, when my book first came out about 12 years ago, the internet was brand new. Mm -hmm. Nobody was working from home. There were You couldn't just go to right. Amazon and buy 10 books on how to start a face business. It was really revolutionary. Yes, yes. And so, you know, it was a very spirit-led book to write that book, and God just rolled out the red carpet. He, you know, helped me to create a, an incredible international community for work-at-home moms to gather together, to feel empowered, to inspire one another how to go on our journey. And from that, you know, I went on a TV media tour and just all these amazing connections came into my life. So that was the beginning of how I started my journey. Mm -hmm. And as I said, when we have different events in our lives, it can also shift the work that we're meant to do. I believe that the challenges in our life are that we come here for soul school and it takes us on a journey to teach us certain things and allow us to shine our light in different ways. Well, 
I, I had a divorce and from that divorce, my self-confidence was so broken. I actually ended up dating for a year and a half a sex addict and I didn't even know what that was at the time, but this was when Tiger Woods came out and it was on TV. Uh I didn't realize towards the end of our relationship that this man had a serious problem and he was being disloyal (laughs) and unfaithful to me. So from that, I led into a relationship with a police officer who was there protecting to protect me, which I thought would be a good shift in my life since I was so broken. Mm -hmm. And that he ended up being abusive and a narcissist. Mm -hmm. And the lesson from that was to, you know, learn about boundaries, to learn about the importance of owning your personal power. And as horrific as those things were, each of those things taught me something important that took me to the next step of the journey. And then finally, I'm at the phase of my life I am now. I met the the man of my life, my soulmate, that brought me a beautiful healing space to where I could truly look at the pain that was in my heart and heal from it and find myself again and rediscover that that brilliant, loving strong woman that was deep inside me but just got lost along the way. And in the journey to doing that, I actually was diagnosed with uh, pre-cancer in my uterus this summer, which was really frightening. I mean, you just get your life together again, you find love, and all of a sudden you're dealing with cancer. I mean, it really shook me up. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I had a beautiful healing experience. And from that, uh, I, I went to my family. I was like, you know, should I still have surgery? Should I not? You know, I have this deep faith in God, but, you know, what if the cancer is still there? I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm young. I have kids. I have mm-hmm. a life to live. And I did some uh, prayerful spiritual counseling. And they said, you know, sometimes God has helpers that he sends into your life. And I believe that these physicians are here to help continue out the healing that God has performed for you. And so prayerfully, this fall, I went into surgery to have a hysterectomy. And the end of the story is when they did a biopsy on my uterus after they took it out, it was cancer-free. God had healed me. Just that realization so strengthened my faith so strengthened my grounding and brought me that healing I needed to come back into this empowering place in my life. And that's really what led me to this work now. I feel so strongly called to help socially conscious entrepreneurs to stand in their power, to own their voice, and to step out and shine their light more brightly. So, Christy, you, you, you've said a number of things, and I've been taking some notes here. I, I love your phrase, soul school. I've never heard that before, but I love it, and I think it is so appropriate for what you've described as your experiences, and I'm sure many people listening have had probably obviously not had the exact same experiences that you have, but have can, can attest to uh, living through their own soul school. So I love that piece. You talk about the importance of owning your personal power. And you said that right after coming off of your your marriage to the police officer who was abusive. How did you get to that place of owning your own personal power? This is before the cancer, based on the chronology of your story. So this is before the cancer. You come out of a terrible divorce, an abusive relationship with a police officer who we all think we should be able to trust. How did you get to that point 
of owning your own personal power and, and setting those boundaries that you talked about? That is such an important question. I'm truly so thankful you asked. I will give total credit to two things. Well, three things. One, having a loving, safe space to explore the pain and fear that was in my heart and deal with it. I believe you have to feel it to heal it. And when you're going through the crisis, sometimes you just have to survive and charge on and you just don't have the space in your life to deal with the pain and the trauma at the time. So now that I was in this sacred, safe space in my life, I had some time and safe space to explore it. Secondly, I found an incredible therapist who I really think was an angel sent to me that helped me learn that it's okay to respectfully, kindly set boundaries. Mm -hmm. And uh, she helped me, like I share specific situations, and she's helped me find languaging that was kind and assertive in a positive way to really ask for what I wanted, to know that that was okay and that was safe and even people would look up to you more when you did that. So that was the key learning. Mm -hmm. And then finally, the last piece, and I believe this is so important for everyone that does heart-centered work, and this is around meditation. I found a spiritual coach that helped me get connected to my heart spiritually to really spend daily time centered in prayer and meditation. The prayer for me is talking to God, you know, sharing my gratitude, you know, everything I want to do, everything, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, asking for guidance for others. But the meditation is the beautiful piece. It's about receiving mm-hmm. the spirit, about getting inspiration, about having love and light and grounding flowing into you. And those three things brought me so much peace and healing. You have to make space in your life to deal with and heal from the pain. And once you do, once you let go of that, it frees up so much more space in your heart to let love and light in. And you can just have so much more room for joy. I think that's, I I love these three things you've mentioned, having a safe space to heal, a therapist, and then this whole idea of meditation and prayer. I think my first question before I make my comment is, how long did this process take for you? So the time with the therapist, and how how long did this take? A year? How long? Oh, I will say it's pretty quick from two to three months, really, mm-hmm. over the summer. If you find the right people and you're in a safe space and they you lovingly are led and put yourself in the process, I mean, I think with that and, and God, you can do anything in remarkably short time. I think this is interesting because – I will speak for for the African-American community, and let me just say I'm being very general, okay? This certainly is not the case for every African-American. But we in our communities tend to shy away from therapists, uh, people, you know, in that psychological realm, psychologists, those types of people. And I think it – I don't know I don't know what it comes from. I, I imagine it comes from uh, – it, it, there's a steer- there's a, a thought process that if you go to a therapist, you must be crazy. And and so I'm loving how you you've positioned this because this therapist in your case was really all about healing, had nothing to do with because you will go crazy if you don't find a way to cope with things. And I think that's the other side of it is is opening yourself up as you said 
to the help. And in your case, the help was the safe space, a therapist who was well-suited to helping you get through what you were going through, and then, of course, um, relying on God uh, to help you as well. So that that's a great message about the therapist piece because I think so often we don't even consider that as an option. We spend time talking to our friends, and, you know, friends can only listen so much before you either bring them down or they're tired of hearing you. Well, and friends listen to you and, you know, hug you in your pain and mm-hmm. sometimes will celebrate your victimhood. And my therapist was, like, giving me life tools, the things that, like, I wish I had learned from my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get. And I was like, why can't they, like, teach these skills in school? Because, you know, so many women are overgivers and are taught to make everyone else happy first. And through working with her, she just helped me to see that, you know, the more strength and love I give to myself, the more I ask for what I need and and be who I am, the more I truly have to give to others. Mm-hmm. And that one message, once I really got it and I learned how to live it, that made all the difference. And I, And I can certainly see how that is a message that resonates with entrepreneurs who have that same heart. And that same mentality, I think I can speak for myself personally, one of the challenges I face, and I see this on your website as you're talking about who you, uh, what type of people you work with, but one of the challenges is how do I make money doing the things that I am truly passionate about? And as I understand your business, and please correct me if I've misinterpreted it, that is what you help people to do is how do you bring to life the passion that you have and at the same time, make money is that I probably way simplified it I want to help heart-centered entrepreneurs to truly own their power to shine their light and love in a big way to know how to monetize what they do and value themselves Mm -hmm. and the gift of the teaching they're sharing because you're making a difference with others. And sometimes if you give things away for free all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't value that. So it's okay. Charge what you're worth. And the more you have, the more you have to share with others. And I want entrepreneurs to be successful so they have more money, so they have more time, so they have more freedom to give back through philanthropy and charitable ways that help them make a bigger impact in the world. I believe we are the change agents, that we have special gifts of quickly seeing situations, of coming up with solutions, of infusing love and light and, you know, sharing a message in a big way that can influence and change the world, you know, in a way maybe politicians don't, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That through light and love and empowerment, we have such an opportunity to make a difference. And I really believe we're in a new age of collaboration, love, and light. And this new age that is upon us calls us all to step up and be the best we can be. You have a great story that lends itself to the conversation with people. I mean, you're, you have a, a quite the testimony, as I would call it. What about people who would say, you know what, I'm passionate about this, but I don't have a testimony that supports it. My life's been pretty mediocre. I haven't had cancer. I haven't had anybody die. I have, you know, <laughs> there are people who go, I don't have a story that will help me to to to, you know, incorporate into my business to 
I don't feel like I can make a difference based on my life story, my life history up to this point. What would you say to those people? Well, I'm a mentor for heart-centered entrepreneurs. But for those other people that don't have, like, a purpose and a passion, I mean, I would encourage you to maybe look and discover it. I truly believe that if you're really good at something, that you have a gift, that you have a unique brilliance and genius, you know, maybe you have just a special approach to what you do and the way you do it. Um, it's all about just showing that your unique approach gets results and teaching people your unique way of solving that problem. So how do you use your life story, or the lessons you learn from your life story, to empower other people? I think there's three key words that, if you remember them, really tells the whole story. It's about to educate, inspire, and motivate. And I would say anybody that's been through challenges and in life and is using that message as a story to light the way and empower others, you can write about it. I mean, certainly share what's happened to you, the lessons you've learned. Write a book. Uh, be a speaker. I mean, if not everyone has the same gift. You know, some people are gifted at writing. Some people are gifted at speaking. And then finally, the third thing is what I just talked about. Teach your unique process to others. You know, the, the way that you present something, your unique approach, is something that may speak to someone in a way that they've heard a hundred other speakers present on that and it has never reached them. So please, you know, just value and trust your innate wisdom in what you do and the way you do it that, you know, for every teacher, there's a student that's waiting to hear your message and just trust in the wisdom that you have. Mm -hmm. What are some of the biggest mistakes people make as they, or, or the watch outs, as they try to incorporate their unique process, as they try to tell their story in an educating, inspirational, and motivational way? Well, I would say for some people, storytelling is an art that they need to learn. I mean, some people ramble. <laughs> they're, best. they're not storytellers. I don't know any people like that. Uh, you might want to think in terms of, you know, find three points you want to make and three stories to share mm -hmm. and keep it simple mm -hmm. so people can hear it, you know, remember it and embrace the lesson. Uh, the second tip is many people often don't create a visual picture. I mean, some of the greatest leaders of our time were storytellers. I mean, think about Jesus. Yeah. I mean, if you can tell a story and truly share what you see, what you feel, what you smelled, you know, and create that picture in the listener's mind, it truly engages them on a deeper level that helps them to, you know, experience what you're sharing, not hear about it and not just know about it intellectually. And then finally, the last thing is you need to involve the listener emotionally. You know, really speak from the heart. Share share what you were feeling, what was going on for you, what it brought up for you. I mean, you want to engage those listeners on an emotional level so they own the story, too. That's great. What makes for a truly engaging story? I think it's the things you said, creating that visual picture, um, involving that listener emotionally. Anything else you would add? 
Well, I will say one thing that is so amazing about having a powerful story is it gives you instant credibility. Mm -hmm. There are so many people that hang up their little expert shingle and start (laughs) telling a story, speaking, writing a book, and you're like, who are you? What makes you an expert? And when you've lived through it, when you have life experience, you've been out there, you've done it, you've taken your approach, you teach it to others, they've gotten results, that is the number one best credibility builder you can have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, we, we I mentioned Awesome Sauce Marketing earlier, and you've, you've told us what your business is about. I want you to take a few minutes to um, just share with folks again, very clearly what it is that you do. So if there are some people out here who are listening and know that everything you've been saying resonates with them and they are looking for someone to kind of help them bring this, put this whole package together, because it is a package. You have your business, you have your passion, you have your life story, whatever that story is, we all have history. I mean, if you've lived and you may not be thinking about anything that was truly impactful or things that have happened to you, you go, oh, you know, nobody's going to think that's really important. I bet you somebody does. I bet you your message would appeal to somebody um, and make a difference. But tell tell folks, you know, again, what you do, how you help people, how they can contact you, and anything uh, special things you have to offer today. What I really have to share with others is if you have a message on your heart, you know you want to make a difference. You may be an awesome writer or speaker, but you may not know how to capture your story or the unique essence of you and what makes you unique. I work with speakers to help them develop the key authentic branding elements that help them attract clients to them. And I help them to expand their outreach through authentic marketing that helps them build a tribe. And finally, I just offer them the heartfelt encouragement of community to help nurture who they are, to believe on them and act as a cheerleader in their journey. And uh, if anyone needs help along the way, I can help them with marketing and copywriting services that make them sound like the rock star they are. Uh, if they want to learn more, they can definitely check me out at awesomesaucemarketing.net. And I have a free gift for your listeners that I think will make them really excited. I have a free report called 20 Questions to Uncover Your Life Purpose. And if you would like to do more heartfelt work, but you're not quite sure how to get there or what it is, this definitely will help you. Uh, I have that available at awesomesoftmarketing.net slash passion dot htm. And I believe you said that will be available on your website too? Yes, yes. Fantastic. That is wonderful, and we are all, I cannot tell you, I mean, myself included every now and then, but we all at some point have to question, why am I here? Why am I here? And I think I realized, I came to my realization when I hit 40, and my prayer for my children daily is that they will come to understand and realize their purpose well before I did, <laughs> so that they can walk in it and truly own it earlier. And I think that's a prayer that we should all pray. If you're not clear on your purpose, um, you know, seek seek God for that direction and do things like take this questionnaire, uh, 20 questions to uncover your life purpose, which I'm going to do anyway, even though I feel like I know. <laughs> I feel like I know what it is. I'm going to sign up and, and uh, answer those 20 questions for myself. But, Christy, thank you so much for being a guest on the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show. It has been a pleasure having you on. 
truly my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Christy. You're welcome. And thanks to you all for listening to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show with me, Christy Demetrakis. I invite you to follow me and the show on Blog Talk Radio to get news and reminders for upcoming shows. I'd also like you to connect with me on Twitter. My handle is at cdemetrakis, and I have two Facebook pages, Faith to Conquer Fear and The Empowered Speaker. This will allow you to keep up with all of the news and events to inspire you to keep it moving. I'm doing what I love. Talk to you soon.